If your team got guaranteed money, tell them call me. Whoop. Make me say my, my, my. I done been around the world. Yeah, I was made for this. Player Performance with J.A. Cavalier. My fellow DJs, welcome back to another episode of Player Performance. I am J.A. Cavalier, joined as always by Tessa Hall and Big Mike from the group home. We're going to get into NFL Week 5 in just a minute. But first, let's recap Week 4 with Tessa Hall. Back it up. One more time. All right, let's see that again. NFL Week 4 recap. The Jags aren't allowed to have nice things, and wins are nice things. The Titans have hit an all-time low. They went for a tie against the Jets and left with a loss. Say goodbye to Jimmy G and hello to Trey Lance after a brutal loss for the Niners. Are the cards elite? They murdered the Rams on the road in impressive fashion. Big Ben is aging at the speed of light as the Steelers blow another game. Starbucks ran out of coffee because the Lions ran out of juice against the Bears. Call PETA. The Dolphins are getting abused week after week after the Colts brand them. It certainly wasn't a shootout, but the Brownies stoned the Vikings in a defensive affair. Washington went full Superman in a walk-off of the Falcons. Houston is officially in the race for the first overall pick after a 40-0 loss at Buffalo. Sean Payton called Drew Brees, but he's still retired after a loss to the Giants at home. Don't make the Chiefs mad. They'll score 42 on you. Just ask Philly. Jerry Jones is personally feeding Zeke as the Cowboys rolled the Panthers. Teddy B got knocked out, and so did Denver's defense in their first loss against Baltimore. Tom Brady beat the Pats in his homecoming in the only way he knows how to, passing it off to the kicker. The Bolts were charged up from the lightning delay and blasted Vegas on Monday night. That's your NFL Week 4 recap. Chargers cashing Monday night, making it our fifth straight Monday night side. We did, however, drop the total in that game. Trust me, clients aren't complaining. And those who follow this show are certainly not complaining. Six and three on this show last week, all picks and leans. Hit our best bet again to start the season. Just, just listen to this. To start the season on this show. Week one, four and two. Week two, four and two. Week three, four and two. Last week, six and three. 4-0 on best bets on this show. 18-9 all picks and leans. That's 66% on this show. And all of it done for free. Let's hear what I said last week. The Buffalo Bills are laying 17. The total is set at 48. This is probably my best bet of the week. I've been riding the under in Bills games. It paid off the first two weeks of the season, but I'm going back to the well in this one. The Texans cannot afford to get into a shootout in this game. Houston has to slow the game down, limit Allen's face time. Listen, full, full transparency, Bills can score 30 points in this game and it still goes under the total. So the Cowboys are now up to five. The total is set at 50 and a half. As of now, it's either a pass or a Dallas lean. What's it gonna do to Sam Darnold? Sam is still untested in Carolina. He's facing a team that leads the league in takeaways. What happens in week four when they're playing from behind? The Tennessee Titans are laying seven and a half. The total is set at 46. You have to take Tennessee in this spot. Really, there's no other play. Titans are gonna run the ball, control the clock, control the game. Kansas City Chiefs laying seven and a half. The over-under set at 54. You have the recipe for a shootout in this game. We know the Chiefs are going to score points. And we know that they rank in the bottom of the league in most defensive categories. We know offense is going to be the focus in Philadelphia this week. They will be able to run the ball on Sunday. That's going to open up the play action pass down the field. Smith and Rieger are more than capable of taking the top off. I love the over in this spot. Chicago Bears minus three. The total is set at 43. 
like the Lions in this spot. I actually love the Lions in this spot. Detroit went into Soldier Field last year and beat the Chicago Bears. They're going to do it again this year. Saints are laying eight, over under is 43. And I like the Giants here in this spot. A lot of value against the New Orleans Saints. Listen, the Giants lost their last two games by a combined two seconds and four points. They've been competitive, they just need to finish. We only need them to be competitive. We don't need them to finish. Just be competitive, just keep the game close. And they will. I expect them to stay inside what's a very fat eight. The Saints have no business laying eight points in this spot. 49ers laying two and a half. The total is set at 52. Now, I don't know who the originator is in this case, but I will tell him right now, he's dead wrong. Completely off. This game is going under to post the total. You help your defense by running the ball. And San Francisco tends to play slow on offense as well. This game is going to be played in the low 20s. Take the under the posted total. Los Angeles Rams are laying six. The total is now up to 54 and a half. I'm going to make this one short and simple. I'm not on the Rams in this spot. I am, however, on the over 54 and a half. NFL best bet for the show. I am going under 48 in the Buffalo Bill Houston Texans game. Six and three last week. Of course, the best bet cashed again. That was the under in the Buffalo Bill Houston Texans game. But six and three isn't perfect. And I approach this show pretty much as I do everyday life. Improve every day. Be better today than I was yesterday. So let's strive for perfection here this week. All right, all aboard. The money train is pulling out. We're rolling right into NFL week five. We are locked, loaded, ready to roll. Jets versus Falcons. Falcons laying three and a half. The total is set at 44. So we head across the pond to England for some American football. And three and a half just seems fat enough to avoid the Atlanta Falcons in this spot. Can the Jets do it back-to-back weeks? I mean, it's so hard to trust the Jets, even after the Jets' performance last week. But I'm going to say this. Zach Wilson looked his best yet, putting up 297 yards, two touchdowns. That's the book on Zach. When he's playing with confidence, he's really good. But when things go bad, they really go bad. It's like he's playing in quicksand. But still, Tennessee gave that game away. It was the Titans losing, not the Jets winning. Hard to trust the Jets team to do it back-to-back weeks. Also, Atlanta can't be trusted. Some horrible losses on the year, most of that self-inflicted. Listen, the loss last week to Washington inexcusable. The defense is giving up over 30 points a game. That brings us to the over in this spot. Neither of these teams run the ball well, so expect a heavy dose of Zach and Matt pitching, as they call it, in England. And three things happen when you throw the ball. All three favor the over. Incompletions, stopping the clock, more possessions, interceptions, Turnovers tend to lead to points, and obviously completions, extending drives. The Falcons should have their way with the Jets' defense, should have no issues moving the ball, and despite the Jets' win, they were outgained last week by over 100 yards. Both offenses are just starting to click. 44 seems really soft. The overs hit in two of the last three meetings. Jump on this early, both public and sharp money already moving the line. 67% of the early money already backing the over. I am also backing the over. We are going over the posted total of 44. Dolphins versus Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are laying 10 and a half. The total is set at 47 and a half. I really don't understand this line at all. 
The Bucks are a team that have no business laying double digits to anyone in their current state. Their secondary is an absolute disaster. The Rams lit them up. The Patriots exposed them. I'm putting Tom Brady and the Bucks on the shelf until they could put together a complete game on both sides of the ball. Now, you could chalk it up to nerves, maybe the rain, maybe it was just the spotlight, overly hyped battle between Bill and Brady. We know the book on TB12. Pressure up the middle, doesn't like to be knocked off schedule. Tom is a creature of habit, very regimented. Miami's defense can be very, very disruptive. I'm going to lean Dolphins plus the 10 and a half here. Much like Belichick, Flores knows Brady. Still a ton of talent on that defensive side of the ball for Miami, especially in the Dolphins secondary. And I expect Jacoby Brissett to do just enough to keep it close and stay inside the 10 and a half. I'm going to call this one the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 28, Miami Dolphins 21. Dolphins cover this spread. J.A. Cavaliers Pro Football Triple Crown. Three NFL games for this Sunday. Three straight, three two-team parlays, one week, $99. His pro football triple crown must go 3-0 or the entire NFL season is free. J.A. Cavaliers pro football triple crown. Link in the description below. Click the link now and jump on the money train. Titans versus Jaguars. Titans are laying four. The total is set at 48 and a half. So I am officially back on the Jaguar fade this week. Did take a week off, backed them against the Bengals. We cashed that ticket, but that was more of a Bengals have no business laying better than a touchdown spot for me. This week, this line in this spot, the number is really soft. I love a good coach off a bad loss, and it doesn't get much worse than last week for Vrabel. The Titans need to take a good, long, hard look in the mirror after an embarrassing loss to the Jets. And I'm thinking that I probably would have had a better chance playing offensive line for the Titans last week. I mean, for fuck's sakes, I couldn't have been much worse. Tannehill sacked seven times. Between the pressure and the eight penalties, you have to think Vrabel is laying into his squad this week. No fun at practice. Typically, a loss like that is a big wake-up call for a team like this, and they've shown the ability to bounce back after bad losses. Opening week, got spanked by the Arizona Cardinals, came back, go on the road, and beat the Seattle Seahawks. I expect the same here. Jacksonville has no shot in this game. Jaguars are a mess. Urban Meyer is a shit show. I said I love a good coach off a bad loss. Well, I don't love a college coach who's in over his head, especially when he's the focus of such a scandal. Mistakes are much easier to forgive when it's 23, 24, and 25-year-olds making. Hard to imagine the Jaguars are going to be prepared for this game. They just got gashed by Mixon. Henry is going to go for two hundo on them this week. Tannehill bounces back. Losing streak extends to 20 for the Jaguars. Titans also own this series. 7-3 against the spread last 10. Best bet on the show this week. Take the Tennessee Titans. Lay the four. Eagles versus Panthers. Panthers are laying four. The total is set at 45. When you first glance at this total, you kind of have to lean over, but not me. I am actually going under to post a total in this spot. See, I'm not surprised at all that Carolina gave up so much to Dallas. We know the Cowboys' offense is explosive. Maybe the biggest surprise for me is how much they allowed on the ground. Zeke went for 143. Pollard averaged almost seven yards per carry. But the Eagles are not the Dallas Cowboys. See, Dallas throws the ball all over the field, spreads you out, and then runs off of that. The Philadelphia Eagles have to run the ball to set up the pass. And yeah, Jalen Hurts played his best game of the season last week. 
but that was in a shootout against Kansas City. Kansas City ranks dead last in most defensive categories. Not the same situation this week in Carolina. This Carolina Panthers defense is 10th against the run, 2nd against the pass. So the same opportunities that were there for Hurts last week are not going to be there this week. The same also could be said for the Eagles' defense. They surrendered 40 points in back-to-back weeks. But again, that was against the Dallas Cowboys and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Carolina Panthers are efficient offensively, but they're nowhere near as explosive. And I'm taking nothing away from Sam Donald, my favorite story in the league this year. Dealing with all he had to deal with in New York, then he gets the boot, and now he's succeeding in Carolina. You have to love it. But for last week... The box score was a little padded. 301 yards, four uh, four touchdowns, but Dallas poured it on in the third. Carolina was never able to recover, so he was kind of just slinging it all over the field for most of the third and throughout the fourth. This game I expect to be much closer. I expect this game to be close throughout. Give me the under 45 in this spot. And now it's time for Not For Nothing. Not For Nothing. With TVL. Hello, sports fans. This is TVL from New York, New York. New York City. City. Let's talk about my teams. Not For Nothing. Urban Meyer needs to worry more about the Jaguars than the Kitty. Aaron Rodgers. Was he really flirting with Mike Tomlin on Sunday? (laughs) Come on, guys. Not For Nothing. That's like coming onto a waitress while you're at dinner with your wife. How do you send Judge home? Oh my God. Center fielder had the ball in his glove as Judge was rounding second. Not for nothing. Second and third with one out, they needed base runners. How do you send him home? And not for nothing, Stanton. Stop admiring your shot and run the fucking bases. The overall thoughts of TVL do not represent player performance. In fact, disregard all of what is said and our apologies in advance. Broncos versus Steelers. Pittsburgh is laying one. The total is set at 40 and a half. I really have no feel for this game, so just proceed with caution. But think on this. Denver could face the Steelers on the road without Bradley Chubb, Shelby Harris, Patrick Sertain, Melvin Gordon, Malik Reed, Mike Purcell, and potentially Teddy B, who left the game last week with a concussion. And still, I'm not comfortable taking Pittsburgh. How could you trust this Steeler offense? How could you trust Big Ben? Big Ben? I mean, this is a hard pass for me, but that's crazy to think that laying one at home and still you're not comfortable taking the Steelers. If you can comfortably move $1,000 or better and you are looking for one game to send it in on this weekend, we have the game for you. J.A. Cavalier's 100-star NFL monster. He feels you can move on this game as if it has already been played. And why not? His 100-star NFL monsters have been perfect the last two seasons. Get this game right now for just $2.99. Link in the description below. J.A. Cavalier will be unloading on one game this weekend. Get it now. Just $2.99. Link in the description below. Packers versus Bengals. Packers are laying three. The total is set at 49 and a half. So the big bad Packers and Aaron Rodgers come into Cincinnati as a three-point favorite. Yes, you heard that correctly. Just a three-point chalk. If that number seems off to you, it's probably because it is off. Bengals are three and one, but three and one with wins over the Vikings, Steelers, and Jaguars. Vikings in overtime, Steelers are basically a doormat at this point, and they had to come back against Jacksonville. I mean, credit is due. You can only beat the teams on your schedule, but is that enough to warrant a line this low? Probably not. 
But with 90% of the public pounding the Packers, I'm going to pass on this game, and I'm going to shift my focus to a prop bet. Joe Burrow, over 245 yards passing. Packers are beat up on the defensive side of the ball. More important, Jair Alexander is out. He's listed as questionable, but I expect him in street clothes come Sunday. Eric Stokes is, has a world of talent. He's going to be great, but asking him to handle the Bengals' receiving core is a tall order. I don't see how these Packers uh, and, and these defensive backs stay with Chase and Boyd. Give me Joe Burrow over 245 yards passing. 49ers versus Cardinals. Arizona laying five and a half. The total here is set at 50. So I have an image burned into my head. The 72 Dolphins popping bottles come Monday morning. This game has letdown written all over it. Arizona's soaring high, but if we know anything about the Cardinals, they deflate after hot starts. Blow a perfect start in front of your home crowd. It's pretty much inevitable when it comes to this team. They're just 7-10 against the spread at home since 2019. That's one of the league's worst records. The Niners are going to likely to start Trey Lance, and he's looked good in some spot play, limited snaps, thrown for three touchdowns, ran for another, but I like the extra dimension he adds. Shanahan's offense with a mobile quarterback could be scary. And remember this, the Cardinals by no means have shown out on defense. They've allowed the six most rushing yards, ranked 17th in yards per play. The Niners tend to control clock, dominate time of possession. Go back to last December. Cardinals fighting for their playoff lives. Kyle Shanahan goes into Arizona and beats the Cardinals 20-12 with C.J. Beathard. That was without half of his defense. Now he marches in this week with a top 10 pass defense. At some point, the Cardinals are going to find themselves down in a big spot. I think this is that spot. I'm not going to call San Francisco outright. I will say take the five and a half. Put him in the fucking bedroom. Get him out of here. Come on. You can't be. Push back trip tonight. Murphy's Law. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. You're a fucking jinx. Nobody, I mean nobody, had the shit show that I had this weekend. Absolutely ridiculous. Over 50 Notre Dame to start out my Saturday. Notre Dame can't even, oh, it's just absolutely disgusting. Then I come with Army minus the 10, the triple option against Ball State. I lose the game outright. 11 p.m., Fresno minus the 10, playing Hawaii. Yeah, Fresno will get this done. Again, outright loser. Zero and three for my Saturday. So Sunday comes around. I pump it back up. New day. Let's start it out. Let's get some stuff going. Tennessee minus five and a half playing the J-E-T-S Jets. I hate the Jets. I hate them with the passion. And what do they do? Go to overtime. Jets win outright. You see a pattern here? I go in and I also have at one o'clock New Orleans minus a six playing the Giants. Another New York team. A New York team. And they kicked me in the ass again. Overtime outright loser then nighttime game tom brady coming back to town no way tampa's not going to cover the minus six and a half load the wagons let's go let's get it back you know the rest of that story they win they don't cover i'm in a world of shit going to monday night so i said okay we got two high-powered offenses I i'm i'm okay with that i have the over in the Raiders, Chargers, the Raiders decide, and it's like they've been all year, they're not gonna play until the second half of any game. I, I, I just absolutely need my head examined. A brutal weekend, absolutely fucking brutal. 
but I'll be back next week and I will be winning big. You know, I got to say this about Big Mike. The guy's resilient. Not so bright, but definitely resilient. He can go 0-3 on a Saturday, come back go 0-3 on Sunday, then get his teeth kicked in on Monday night. But Tuesday morning, he wakes up, he yawns, he stretches, and he gets right back to it, ready to set it in. Of course, the results end up Yankees and they lose to the Red Sox. But the point is, is he just keeps going after it, keeps fighting it, believing that one day he's going to catch that run. And I got to say, for all the years that I've known Big Mike, I don't think I've ever seen him sustain a run. Bears versus Raiders. Raiders laying five and a half, total set at 45 and a half. So this is clearly just the market overreacting to Monday night. I mean, Derek Carr somehow went from MVP to trash. I love Vegas in this spot. People forget Derek Carr had to face three top 10 defenses, the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Dolphins. The Chargers are also much improved on that side of the ball. Look, he came out flat Monday night, but that was equal parts game plan and execution. Still ended the day with 200 yards passing and two touchdowns. I'm not ready to throw in the towel on the Raiders just yet, especially after Monday night. Vegas still owns the second best pass offense, and I don't see how the Chicago Bears are going to keep up in this game. Matt Nagy clearly isn't prepping Justin Fields for the game. Nick Foles was caught on TV saying the offense doesn't work, and now the Bears could be without their starting running back for a couple of weeks. So another element of, the, of their offense disappears. Chicago ranks 30th in offense, 32nd in passing. The Bears have the third worst ATS record on the road since 2018. Oddly enough, that's when Nagy took over. Vegas wins this game by a touchdown or better. I love the Raiders in this spot. Giants versus Cowboys. The Cowboys are laying seven, total set at 52. The Cowboys have been an epic surprise this year. New York has been wildly inconsistent. Dallas is 6-3-1 against the spread their last 10 between these two teams. Dak Prescott is 7-2 against the New York Giants. Eight yards per pass, 17 touchdowns, just four interceptions. Even better for Dallas right now is their run game is absolutely legit. They have a bona fide two-headed monster in the backfield with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. Those two average 165 yards per game. And New York has the 20th ranked defense against the run. This game isn't really that complicated for me. Dallas will likely strike early, and they can ice the game by running the ball. Daniel Jones is just 1-3 as a starter against Dallas. He was sacked nine times in those four games. Not a huge fan of laying the seven, but I will take, I will lay the seven, and I will roll with the Cowboys in this spot. Day, week, month, and season packages available on whylose.com. That's the letter Y, L-O-S-E.com. Something for everyone on whylose.com. Remember to pick up the Pro Football Triple Crown. Link in the description below. Three all-in max bets for NFL Week 5. Three straight, three two-team parlays. One week, just $99. Must sweep or the entire NFL season is free. Again, link in the description below. So just to recap, best bet for the show this week, the Tennessee Titans laying the four. That's our show for this week. I am J.A. Cavalier. For Tessa Hall and Big Mike from the group home, remember to bet with your head, not above it. Day, week, month, and season packages available on whylose.com. That's the letter Y, L-O-S-E.com.